Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus. With producer Sanaa Marie. Each week, I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com. Hey yo, Mike check one two one two. It's DJ D Nice and I'm rocking with Double E in a Esco with the Verbally Effective Podcast. What's good? It's your girl Jalen Denae with Ina Esco on Verbally Effective Podcast. of the Verbally Effective Podcast. You guys could be anywhere in the world, but you are here with me today. I'm your host, your double E, Ina Esco. But before we get started, I want to, you know, give you guys some information. You know, fall is amongst us, right? I need you guys to get some merch. I need you guys to go to ivymultimediashop.com. We got the hoodies. We got the sweatshirts. We got the Henry mask. That's right. So go and check it out, ivymultimediashop.com. Also, check out the Verbally Effective website. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Ina Esco YouTube channel. That's E-N-A-E-S-C-O. Also, follow your girl, Ina Esco, on all social media platforms at Ina Esco, E-N-A-E-S-C-O. I want to send a huge shout-out to the Consortium MMT for allowing me to be here in this beautiful state-of-the-art studio. Big shout-outs to Brandon. Big shout-outs to Patrick. You know, that's my team. They they get me right each and every time we record. However, let's get to my guest, ladies and gentlemen. She is one of my beautiful sorors of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. You know, we are both Lamorton College alum as well. And she is the owner of Millennial Consultants. I'm talking about Ashley Dorch. How are you, beautiful? I am doing amazing. Thank you for having me today. You're welcome. I'm so excited to see you, Ashley. You know, I see I see a lot of you on social media, but not always in person because yes. COVID has yes. put such a strain on us boo seeing COVID. each other. I know, boo COVID, right? It sucks. It does suck. But so okay. we're going to talk about how it sucks for you. Okay. Since, you know, the last two years, damn near, right? Yeah, in real time. In real time. So, let's start at the beginning. Ashley, what part of Memphis are you from? I am from South Memphis. Okay, I should have known. Riverside is where, you know, I would bang if I was about that life. You was going, you was banging? Like, if I would bang, like, you okay, know, I got in you. the club, let's say, throw your okay. up, I'm like, this, this <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Riverside. Yes. Okay, so how was it growing up in South Memphis? Mm, so, I was sheltered as a child. Mm. So, like, we had the neighborhood, but, you know, I had to stay at the end when the streetlights came on. Okay. I couldn't go in no one's house. My mom didn't know them. So. so, did you know that as a child, I'm sheltered, or that was just the way of life? It was just the way of life. Yeah. Because I still had a, a regular childhood. Yeah, but you was spoiled as fuck. Mm, I got whoopings probably three times a week. What were you doing, Ashley? So, 
You know, I never got a whooping for the same thing twice. Okay. So I was busy. Okay. You know, simple things like, you know, taking a VCR apart. Um, you know, you were curious. I was. <laughs> and for that reason, I never got a science um, set for Christmas. Wow. Interesting. You're not supposed to mix ammonia and bleach. I oh learned my it at an early age. I got a whooping for that, too. You remember them whoopings, though. Yeah. You want to see the scars? No. Okay. No. Whatever was around. <laughs> Okay, maybe that's why you're so successful today. Because <laughs> of the discipline. Yes. We gonna, yes, let's blame, let's blame the whoopings. Let's blame the whoopings, but we're going we gonna to back up. Okay. Tell me a bit about your fam- family dynamic. Any sisters and brothers? I am the baby of three on my mom's side. Okay. She had a child every decade, 73, 83, and 91. So wow. we all had like our own space. Um, but I didn't grow up with a lot of cousins. Now, on my dad's side, I'm his only child. Um, so I'm like his prized possession now. Now? Yes, now. Not then? Yeah. Uh-uh. So my mom and dad, they were married. Mm-hmm. But they didn't work out. Which probably, you know, now that I think about it, that's why Maybe I got some whippings. Got whippings. Because, you know, I was going through the divorce. You know, when children right. through the divorce, we act out. Yeah. My mama owed me for that. Yeah, you need to have a conversation with her about it. Yeah. You think she'll admit no. That was why. You know, mamas, they don't. Yeah. You're right. They be in denial. They why do. mamas do that? <sighs> you can't tell mamas nothing. You can't tell mamas nothing. Now, daddy might take an ear, but mamas, they different. Mm-mm. And my dad never with me. Wow. Never. So y'all weren't close when you were growing up? Mm-mm. He came around, I'm going to say 10th grade. But, like, ever since then, we've been like. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Now, you said 10th grade. Where did you attend high school? I went to Hollis Price Middle College. It I is know that's right. on the campus of LeMoyne on College. Mm-hmm. Um, a great school. When I graduated there, I had two years of college already completed. Wow. So I was set up for quick success mm-hmm. in college life. So you just transitioned right on the LLC? I did. I did. Mm-hmm. It was and for me. I didn't want to go, though. You didn't want to go to Lemoyne? No, I didn't want to go to Hollis Price. Why not? I wanted to go to Fairly with my friends. Okay. That's where your friends was doing. Yeah. Okay. But apparently, um, my mom didn't like the situation that was at Fairly. Oh, yes. yeah. Fairly was crunk, girl. Yeah. The, and then at that time, in like 2005, 2004, you know, they still had the spillover from um, the Hurricane Katrina folks, and they was blaming the uh, stuff that was going on with them. And then they had like mobs they in the was school. Wrong for it that. was dangerous. It wow. was no, it was dangerous in the school. Really? I'm glad I didn't go to Fairly. Oh. I went there for two days and then I was enrolled the next day. So you were at Hollis Hollis F. Price. Mm-hmm. What activities were you involved in over there? Nothing. Nothing? No, listen. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of activities. Why not? I just went to class, but class was fun because it was on the school campus. Like whatever the college kids. You were did. looking at the uh college dudes. I- the uh, degree. I never did it. I the did. Greek. I did. Yeah. And on campus, we had this tree. It was pink and green. It was painted pink and green. Mm-hmm. I would like take pictures in front of the tree. I oh, so you already me. knew? I, oh, I knew. Mm. I knew. Mm. I knew it feel great. Oh, oh. Right, do you have AKs in your family? No. I'm the wow. first person to graduate from college. Wow. On my mom and my dad's side. Well, that's a beautiful thing. Yes. We're breaking generational curses here. Definitely. Let's get back to college, Lamont on College. Yes. Tell me what your major was. Why did you choose that? And what were you involved in at Lamont on? Okay, let's start off. When I got to Lamont on, I was going to be a veterinarian and I was going to be a biology major because Lamont had this program where they gave you a really nice stipend for being in the STEM program. 
and I did everything in my power to pass, but I, I, I was making C's, and I wanted C's stood, and I was like, this ain't for me. And then I took this class, uh, behavior science class, public health, and I was like, oh, this is me. So then I transitioned to be a social worker, and I did everything in college. I was on SGA. I was Miss Lamorne on. I was Miss United College Fund. I was a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I did anything that would give me a nicer meal and an extra check. Wow. So you had a lovely HBCU experience. Absolutely. I, I can't compare it to anything else. I, I, look, I'm trying to tell you, like, my experience at Lamorne, um, you mentioned something. You're a former Miss Lamorne on college. I am, too. I am Miss Lamorne 2000. You're Miss Lamorne 2013. Miss LLCs Unite, right? Hey, Miss LLCs queens, Unite in this thing. Queens. Tell me about your Miss LLC experience because mine was half ass, to be honest. <laughs> Look, <laughs> that year was a busy year for me. It was it's, it was like a blur, but I remember everything. Mm-hmm. I was as I was Miss Lamont, I was also the president of my chapter. I uh, was the pre- president, the basilisk come on. of Beta Tai. Well, I didn't know all of this. Yeah. Let's Look, I'm not in one of them books on something. You got to be in something. I know I am. Okay, now tell me, tell me, girl. <laughs> but it was so busy. That's where I really had to manage work-life balance. I also was working at FedEx at the time, too. I worked at FedEx. Shut up. You didn't work at the hub. I was in the hub partying. Look, had to be at work at like 3 a.m., about to die in the hub. Okay. I had to I had to balance because in college we always had parties at Branson's and that was always Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So I knew I couldn't have an eight o'clock class Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So I would balance my schedule out so I can be able to go to class, party, and go to work and do my extracurricular okay. activities. So you had that schedule balance. Yeah, because I wasn't missing nothing. Mm-hmm. You heard of FOMO? Yeah. You're missing out. Yeah, I want to do that. That one, yeah. Mm-mm, not mm. missing nothing. Ashley's gonna be there. Mm, it must be a millennial thing. Mm, it's <laughs> not. It is not. <laughs> yeah, I was just pulled in so many directions, but hey, it worked out because I was on a full academic scholarship. I was on a DuBois scholar. I had to keep a three point eight. So yes. right. So I, I figured it out. I figured it out. But we have a lot in common, Ashley. Let's talk about once you graduated Lemoyne. What's what was going on for you? I was like, what's next? And then I knew that I just couldn't go out here and just find a random job in my field because the opportunity wasn't available. And I was like, I'm going to go to grad school. So last minute, it was like we graduated in May. I didn't feel like the application until May. And then I went to Jackson State. I went there for two years. Their master's program was two years. I lived there for the first year, and I was like, ugh, I do not Jackson, like Mississippi. Mississippi. It was too much. Why? It, it, The race was real. Like, you could feel the racism. Not, like, on the campus of Jackson State, but just in the city, period. Really? And, mm-hmm. and when I first went there, I didn't have a job. I just went with just going to school, but... By the time I left, I ended up transferring my job from the Nike here to the Nike down there. And then it was okay. But that that second year, I just drove back and forth from Jackson, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I drive down Sunday night and come back Tuesday and then go to work wow. for five days a week into the rotation and roll over again. How did you enjoy the program, getting your master's there? 
Was it grueling? It, it was demanding. Mm. Like, it was a full-time program. They really didn't want you to have a job. Mm. But you can't just have me out here in school with no money. Okay. Like, I just can't do that. Who's, who's going to pay for my food? Okay. I got to eat. And you had to get back up the streets of Memphis. I did. I okay. did. But it was, like, an escape, though, for me because – from Lemoyne on, I was going through like this crazy breakup. So I was like, mm-hmm. that was another reason I was going out of state too. You want to tell me about that breakup? Because if I don't see you, I don't got to deal with you or your feelings. <laughs> but somehow I still was driving back on the weekends, right? To kick it. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's all news, it, right? It's, it's all news. That's, but you remember. <laughs> Okay, Ashley, tell me how you started Millennial Consulting. So, I told you I was at Nike, right? Mm-hmm. So, when I came back, transferred back to Nike, they added me to their marketing team. And I was like, ooh, what y'all I like to do? marketing. I love I mar- marketing. Marketing is fun. So, mm-hmm. our mission was to do, like, engagement with the community and, like, get other sponsorships and, like, get people in the store and the employees start to come shop because everybody in Memphis want to shop at the store because, you know, you want to be plugged in with the factory and the Air Force Ones. And I was like, <laughs> I can do this. So it was a breeze. But while I was doing that, I was full-time at Youth Villages as a therapist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, this is real. But even in corporate America and nonprofit sector, I saw the same problem. Everybody hates millennials, and that's an issue. Wow. Why y'all don't like us? Why Why do you say that, Ashley? Because What every- showed you that everybody hated millennials? <sighs> well, okay. It so, was so much press about millennials at yes, one point. I remember that. It's, it's, it's like, not so it's, much today. We're an but, excuse. We were an excuse. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this ain't going right. The millennials, young people, they don't want to work. They don't want to come. Don't nobody want to work. Don't nobody want to get up out their bed mm-hmm. and do this. You didn't want to do it. So I feel like it was a disconnect between the baby boomers, whoever's in the middle, and then millennials. And I was like, someone needs to bridge the gap. And that's going to be me. And bam, Millennial Consulting was born. (laughs) So you bridged the gap. Yes, I combined my marketing and my therapeutic skills to just come up with a consulting company. Mm -hmm. And now we transition into private practice. Okay. So we were doing professional development and helping companies understand the millennial mind and learn different things like communication skills, love languages, and now we're doing individual therapy and family therapy. Wow. And I know you're busy right now, especially. Yes. Because mental health is such, you know, a big deal right now with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So tell me how um, Millennial Consultant has evolved since you started versus today with the pandemic in tow. When I started this, all I wanted to do was, like, in my mind, I thought I'm going to just help people create their own professional development plan and get them to the next level. Because um, I've been in leadership. The jobs don't want you to move up. You have to have, like, your own inner motivation. But then people started booking me for public speaking, and mm-hmm. I was like, me? You, you want to hear what I got to say? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Okay. And since then, I've been doing, I had to transition to do things online that was not familiar for me. Like mm-hmm. Zoom, I'm not the best tech-savvy person. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just think, if you can't explain to me, it's not going to work. So <laughs> I had to learn how to work that, do online payments, and figure out this whole branding thing, like being consistent on social media, keeping up with today's market. It's mm-hmm. been tough. Yeah. Like, But I bet you know that Zoom now, don't Oh, yeah. I, I know, know the Zoom. You know. I know the Zoom. <laughs> what can you tell me are like the 
three biggest misconceptions about millennials <sighs> overall? Something that you've seen in your practice as well. Okay, misconceptions. People think we're lazy, and which we're not. Mm-hmm. We're actually like go-getters. Why do people think y'all lazy? Because we make, we make work look easy. Like at work, on a regular day, I have to make myself look busy so no one will ask me to do something. But I've already mastered my job so well. Mm-hmm. You just still overworking yourself. Y'all I just figured out. it out. We figured it out. Okay. So, you know, ladies just called us at a point where we was just doing our tasks. And that's what you have to explain to these companies. Yes. Look, they're not lazy. Which is another reason. They have streamlined the process. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't be working uh, nine to five. That's another discussion, though. Mm -hmm. Okay, so lazy. What are two more misconceptions? Uh, We are, we feel like promotion should come very quickly. Yes. And I get it. I do get why that misconception is out there. But just like I said, if we have mastered something. Y'all need to give me some more money. Some, yes. Yeah. We know our words early on. And I want to thank, this is a personal shout out to all the baby boomers who started the unions and made a way for us. Mm-hmm. To be able to say, if it ain't working, we can go somewhere else. Amen. Like shout you gotta, out to baby boomers. You got to treat us right. Wow. This is so interesting to me. Um, because like you said, uh, you've spoken with different, uh, you've been a speaker to speak on millennials and, and what you do. And um, I've been a speaker on, you know, just been invited to different things, talking about generations, how they're different, how we can communicate and things of their nature to try to bridge the gap, yes, right? Yes. So I know since pandemic, you've mentioned that you've been very busy. Um, what, what does your clientele look like right now? Right now, I am getting people who are in their late 20s, 30s, and early 40s. I am getting majority men. Mm, Interesting. People would think, like, women, because we talk about it. We're easily able to talk about our feelings. But I get more men to book sessions and to just process different thoughts and different feelings than anybody Mm, are, they, are they very interesting sessions? I know you can't talk about them in detail. But. I can say that men have feelings too, and which is one reason why I refuse to do couples therapy because I feel like I would side with the woman each go round. But working with these set of men, mm-hmm. okay, you got something to say, and your your feelings are valid just like ours are. But I just they just think different, and it's intriguing. Like the way that they process information and then come to different conclusions. Well, what's next for Millennial Consultants, Ashley? Well, so right now we do monthly free support groups for millennials. They're lit. Call the Millennial Meetup. We meet every fourth Thursday. And we're doing family therapy now. So since I've had a recent job at the hospital, I have noticed like the disconnect when family members go in the hospital and people are like, well, I feel like, Grandma would want this, or Suzanne would want that. Like, we don't really understand what our parents want. So we're transitioning into a space where we are helping families um, get those, like, transitional plans together for life. And that's a hard thing to talk about. Yeah, because we sweep that kind of stuff under the rug. We don't want to talk about Mm -hmm. death. We don't want to talk about money. Parents don't be wanting to talk about it, though. It it makes them uncomfortable. Yes, 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 yes. But, Mama, don't you want to go before me? Mm -hmm. So let's have that in order, because I don't want to deal with that stress of, 
well, what checking account? Some people don't know their parents' social security numbers. Mm-hmm. And that's the important stuff you need to know. So, so you do the family consulting, but you ain't fooling with them couples yet. Oh, no. I'm not doing that. I'm not. And I get referrals all the time. I just refer out. like That's your challenge, Ashley? I'm not ready. Okay. I'm not ready. Okay. I'm going with the woman each time. I, I, I see. On the inside. I see. And it's probably going to come out of my body language. I bet. I bet you're not going to hide it. Now, I know that you like to collect sneakers. I'm sure it comes from you working at Nike, being exposed to all the thigh junts up in Nike. What are some of your fave sneaks? I'm going to say. Your most coveted. So, listen. It's probably the shoes that I buy two pairs of. You have to buy a pair to rock and a pair to stock. Because you never know, like a rainy day, I might really need some money, so I'm going to get this shoe. Or just to put up in the closet. So I'm going to say Retro Ones and Elevens and Fours because they make my feet look small. Mm-hmm. They look like a good eight. Eight and a half. Okay, okay. I need to look, I need to check that closet out, Ashley. Look, I'm getting ready to move, so I'm gonna. You like, need to move? Yes, I'm thinking about just getting a big pallet and then put all my shoes on a pallet and just saran wrap it and take it to the next house. And if they have like a sneak fest, you can go show off some of your, you know, mm-hmm. coveted possessions. I thought about that, but then I will be <coughs> like pushed to buy more. Wow, you will be. You yeah. will be. Yeah, I'm on a budget. Ashley, this is what I want you to do. I want you to give advice to some of those millennials that are listening to the podcast, watching the podcast today. Give them some advice on communication, Mm. whether it's, you know, with their better half, whether it's at, you know, their employer right now. What can you say to them today to give them some motivation? Dear millennials, The word no is a complete sentence. Learn to set boundaries. You do not have to explain why you do or don't want to do something. Your me time is different from your free time. You can't give your free time to everyone else. You need time for you to wind down and get your mind together. If not, everything else is going to be a mess. So no is a complete answer, and you deserve me time. Mm, bottom line, look, I think some other generations need to hear that too now. Yes, y'all do. I think so. Well, Ashley, I have definitely enjoyed you, my beautiful Sora, today on the Verbally Effective Podcast. You, you are me. indeed verbally effective. You know that, right? Mm. And I'm looking forward to this podcast. It's going to pop off with some mental health action. Yes, yes. Right? Soon. Soon, Coming right? Soon. I know you're getting ready for, um, you know, you went to JSU. You get ready for Southern Heritage Classic this yes, weekend. I am. I am. And you're going to be out in these COVID streets. Mm-hmm. Networking. Networking. Yes. Having a good time. Yes. I want you to give everybody your information, all of your social media handles, and how they can get in touch with you. Please follow me on Instagram at Millennial Consults, M-I-L-L-I-E-N-N-I-A-L Consults. You can come to my website at www.millennialconsults.com. Sessions are Right now, $65 per session until January 1st. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, feel free to come vent and sip your tea with me in therapy. Amen. 
thank you so much, Ashley Dorch, Sora Ashley, for joining me today on the Verbally Effective Podcast. I really yeah. appreciate you and your story mm-hmm. and you sharing with mm-hmm. us today. I learned a lot today. I need to come consult with you. Come. Bring I'm coming. Somebody. Bring your friends. You know, you thought I was a millennial. I'm not. I'm you, on the other side. Nah, nah, you, you really I'm on the other side. I'm you older than she thought I was, but it's all you good. You look good, though. I thank you. I, thank I, I thought you I didn't gain a little pandemic weight, but you know, I'm working with it. I'm working <laughs> with it. But thank you guys so much for joining me today on the Verbally Effective Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the pod. And make sure to check out that merch on ivymultimediashop.com. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel at Ena Esco, E-N-A-E-S-C-O. Follow us on all social media platforms. We'll be back next week. Shout-outs to the Consortium MMT. Thanks for tuning in.